Welcome to the 6am Run Podcast. My name is Mark Paisant. I'm an avid runner, a certified personal trainer, a 6am Run ambassador, and host of the show. Be sure to head over to the website, 6amrun.com, to sign up today to get 20% off of your first order. Now, let's start the show. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the 6AM Run Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Paisant. Always a pleasure to have you part of the show. We got a good one for you today. We have Ian Clark of Activation Products, and I'm going to let him get into that a little bit later. But before we begin, as always, this show is brought to you by 6AM Run and 6AMRun.com. Head over to that website to get 20% off of your first order. So, Ian, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Why don't you go ahead and just introduce yourself for our audience? Hey, Mark. It's uh, good to be here. So, yeah, I'm Ian Clark. I'm uh, in the health space. So I, I've acquired a lot of very definitive information on how we support our body's own ability to manage itself and stay not only very healthy, but also have a, a quite an extended life expectancy a lot longer than most people can imagine and just the definitive information around that has been gathered over the last 20 years and it is defined right down to the simplest so that all of us can now have a great quality of life day to day and the older we get the better we get and you have to have the keys that unlock the locks to allow that to happen and become a reality so that, that was a goal that was sort of, I wouldn't call it a goal set, but it was a goal that I had that it seemed um, unobtainium, you know, mm-hmm. at the time. It was like too good to be true. Like, really? Could we actually do that? And it turned out to be totally true. Just by being open to the idea and all the information came flooding in. And in the physical world, seeing is believing because you can't fake things physically. They're obvious. Either they're working or not. And so that was the measuring guide, you know. You can't manage what you didn't measure. And so the more measurements that came up correctly, the more that guided everything in a certain direction. So that's what we're here to share today. That is great to hear. And I, I know there was kind of a, I don't know if you can call it a turning point back in your in your 40s that you like to talk about, but I want to go back before we get into that specific story. As a, as a kid growing up, as a young adult, were you into, were you living a healthy lifestyle? Would you consider yourself healthy? Were you staying in shape or was it kind of something you really didn't think about that much? Well, I mean, I think all of us like to, to look good and feel good, but I was raised in a very mainstream approach. You know, we ate branded foods. We did what we went to the doctor, we went to the dentist, we did what we were told. We, we, we came under the authority of the media and the religious systems and the educational systems. And we, you know, just did the best that we could. And that ended up causing a lot of, of problems because the society we live in is kind of geared towards making a lot of money off of people after they get older and they get ill. And so I watched my, my, my grandparents, of course, got old and died. My, my parents got old and they died. And then now I'm supposed to get old and die. <laughs> and it's, 
it's like that kind of an approach. Uh, I've had different levels of health. I had a massive health meltdown when I was 46 years old, which was going to take me out. It was going to terminate me within about 36 months based upon medical prognosis and diagnosis, uh, which I finally realized I had to get away from because I watched both my uncles die when I was 20 years old on my mom's side, uh, her only two brothers. And she was a single girl in the family with these two brothers. And they, uh, they died in September 1978. One died in the other one's funeral, like literally two days apart, both of cancer. Uh, they both were in their 50s, 51 and 54 years old. And they both did exactly what the medical system told them to do. They diagnosed them. They said, this is the treatment. And you're going to die about this time, somewhere in here. And they died right on time uh, because it was just that, that deadly of the situation that they had. And I was facing a very similar thing at 46 years old, but I didn't want to take the advice of somebody who guaranteed me a funeral or that if I didn't do it, they said it would die, I would die even sooner. And that's how that goes. You know, oh, you got to do these treatments. If you don't, you could die right away. And if you do them, you might live three or five years. And that was a big turnoff because it was my turn. Mm -hmm. But it was 2004. And I thought, man, by 2004, they must, we must know something different than that. It's the same old story. And it was the same old story. So I, I woke up one morning and I just thought to myself, there have to be people on earth who are very knowledgeable on the natural healing side. But, and then there's going to be people at the top level of that, people at different levels. What if I could be led to the people who had the top level knowledge? You know, that would be good because I need that right now. And I don't like the way things are going. I don't like the surgical op options. I don't like the pharmaceutical options. I don't like hearing all this negative stuff. And I just wanted to break free from it. But I didn't know how to do that. Like I, did, I personally didn't know what was going on. I just knew there was something really bad wrong and that 46 was way too young to be facing this kind of stuff. And as it turned out, I was slowly and gently led towards people who did have that knowledge. And I used the three years that I had to live to extend that to five and use the five years to extend it to 10 and so on. And so now here we are almost 20 years later and I turned 65 in about a month and I'm healthier than I was when I was 25. And every single one of those things that were wrong are gone all naturally just by finding out what caused them and getting rid of the cause. And well, first of all, I'm, I'm glad to hear that and, and, Honestly, if, if we could all be as, as healthy as you in our 60s, I turned 44 actually today. So, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so thank you. So, and I, and I feel great. I'll be honest, a little sore, uh, you know, played a little soccer this weekend and, and went to the gym this morning. So a little sore. But um, what, what was the thing that, and I'm sure this is a question you probably get asked all the time and answer all the time, but what clicked in your head that just said, and it seems so obvious, hey, Ian, take the natural approach. Like, for, I don't want the, the medical system. I don't want more prescription drugs. Like, try the, the natural approach. Or is there something in you that just clicked or, or did you get, I know you spoke to people, but what was that? What was the reason for going that, that way? Well, it was kind of a click. It was more of a desperate thing <laughs> because I was like, this is so not cool. And I had, I had this big tumor in between my legs that was growing that was like going to take me out. I had heart disease, which was very obvious. I had a bunch of heart disease symptoms that they had been diagnosed. And I had liver numbers that were off the charts. And so it was like, okay, that though, when you have three things going wrong at once, 
it's like flying an airplane. If you have one or two things happen, you might be able to deal with them. But if you get a third one, you're probably going to crash. And I was like, I cannot, cannot understand why I'm having these things happen. Nobody can answer my questions. I'm asking doctors why, not just what to do. Why am I in this condition? And I, I spoke with my brother who was a medical doctor for 30 years. He was not my doctor, but I would call him and say, hey, this is what's going on. And, and he kept going to the genetic predisposition. He goes, look, you look like Uncle Don, okay? He died at 51. And it's, he said, I have had thousands of people come through my clinic, thousands of patients, not his own patients, because he had other doctors working there. But he said, all manner of life, all different nationalities, all different backgrounds, and every last one of them, no matter what they do, they're genetically predisposed to live a long time or live a short time. And he said, I've seen people go organic and do juicing and they die in their mid thirties. I've seen people drink, uh, uh, you know, alcohol and eat out of the dumpster and die at 95. He said, it just all depends on your constitution. And I, and I, I said, his name is Doug. I said, Doug, that is not helping me. That's not answering my questions. I don't, I don't, I'm not a party guy. I don't drink alcohol. I've, I stopped all that when I was 21 years old. There's something else. It's got to be something I'm doing. He goes, no, don't blame yourself. Don't, don't try to take responsibility for that. It's not your fault. It's just genetics. I said, so I, you think I really literally can't do anything about this? He goes, that's exactly right. You've got to go. You're in a state right now where you've got to get the surgeries. You've got to follow through. The doctors in Toronto are qualified to do those things. They know what they're doing. They've, they've diagnosed it. They've got, you've got to deal with it. And I just, it didn't resonate with me. I was like, no. I, I told him on the phone. I said, I know, I, I actually can't agree with that. I think it's me that's the problem. And, and it's the, my lack of knowledge and it's, I'm going to find out. And as it turned out, it was 100% me. It was what I'd gone through. I'd worked 17 years in the oil field. I got poisoned with a bunch of chemicals and heavy metals. I'd also lived in different houses that had a lot of uh, mold in them. I didn't understand how impactful that was. I had had spores that had come in that were growing. That's where, so tumors are a combination of fungal infections often and chemical overloads and heavy metals and yeast overgrowths and bacterial blowouts. And that's what the body's trying to accommodate it to be able to capture this stuff so it doesn't kill you right away. And it builds it up in a tumor. But I didn't know that until I saw how to get rid of it, which is going to not... And people say I'm a cancer survivor. I'm no more a cancer survivor than nothing. That is, that is a terrible title. I don't believe for one second I had cancer. I don't care what the symptoms were or what it looked like. I don't believe I had cancer because I don't, I think that's a title that is a very scary thing. Number one. And number two, when I got rid of all the things that caused the tumor, my tumor took seven years and it went away on its own. It just literally went away and my body finally dissolved it. And it, because it went down to a remnant, like a hard little thing. And, and I did a couple of protocols and then one particular protocol blew the tumor up very large in my body. And I knew I could feel this thing because it was right in between my legs. That's a very sensitive area. And it just blew it up and then it shrunk right back down again after this protocol. And then a year, about a year later, it was dissolved and gone. So all those things happened in very interesting sequence. And I just experienced it and that was it. And I don't make any claims. I can't say that everybody would do the same thing and it would happen. I don't know. But I do know now how to prevent those things from happening mm -hmm. and how to maintain a super healthy body with equilibrium. Yeah, and I know, all, and, and right when you mentioned 
being in the, in the oil business, I, it brought me back to, you know, cancer alley that's gone through, uh, you know, Louisiana that my, a lot of my family was lived in, was born in. And, and I lost a lot of, a lot of relatives to cancer due to that, mm-hmm. um, including my mother and my, my uncle. But, um, it's, it's just tough. These, these things that are right in front of us that are causing this harm to us that we continue to just live under maybe knowingly, maybe unknowingly, I'm not the one to, to judge or, or make that predicament right now or a predicament right now. Um, but so you went natural and I'm not going to, uh, went natural might not be the right term to use, but there's changes that you made to what you put in your body. There's changes that right. you made that you said, I'm going to take responsibility for what I take in for how I live my life and for my own health. What are some of those things that you decided to try that have allowed you to make these changes in your life? Well, the first things I did were the obvious ones that I think everyone who gets into the health space does, you know, clean up your diet, eat food that's going to be compatible with the body. Make sure the food is clean you know, and, and read the packages. Okay. And, and people in the health space do that across the board, I think for the most part, and then be very conscious of what you're drinking for fluids. And also, you know, think about doing meditation and exercise and movement. And all those things are, are really well, well known as something that's going to improve your lifestyle. And so I did all those things. And that was, that was good. That got me away from the super poisoning problem. We got a lot of my body detoxed from a lot of the obvious stuff that you have to get rid of. I did a bunch of detox protocols for heavy metals and things like that. I had to learn all that stuff. And, you know, and I found out there are harmful and beneficial ways of doing things that you can get yourself really sick if you do the wrong way, wrong way. But along the way, you know, I, 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 it costs a lot of money. I found out about some very high-end nutrients that were very affordable. And I started to share those with people and then they started to buy them from me. And and all I knew is it made my body feel like it was getting my battery charged up when I would take them. And I became the owner of the company that would bring them in from Europe and package them and supply them. And it ended up selling millions and millions of dollars without even a marketing team because the product works so well and it just went by word of mouth and there was no structure. There was no direct selling. There was no commissions. There was no nothing. Just people finding out about something that really made them feel great and telling their friends and, and people selling it to their, their followers and things like that. So that empowered, that brought a lot of funding in and allowed me to have some money to do research with. And part of the research, and I'll, get, I'll cut right to the chase here because uh, you, know, you want to hear the most advanced information. And the most advanced information is the simplest to be received and to comprehend what's going on. Because when you step back and you look at the world in general, you look at all the countries and all the societies, and just we'll use North America for a perfect example. You have all the different nationalities, a big melting pot. So you got all these different diverse cultures and diverse lifestyles. And really all cultures and lifestyles end up in the same situation where people are usually dying before they're 100. And they usually have something, if they live long enough, they have something that's going to take them out. They might call it old age, but really they've worn out and they've got problems. And then they finally die and they don't look very good when they die and they don't feel very good when they die. And, or you have people who get disease and they die in their thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, 
right, in that category, or they, very few people die accidentally, I think it's 5% of the population max. And then you, so then you say, okay, why are these people dying? Well, you've got mainstream that believes in all the brands and all the, all the, all the media news and all the things they're told to do. And they kind of live till they're just up to a hundred and then they die. And then you got the health conscious people who read the packages, do the meditation, do the exercises, you know, be careful, make sure they drink lots of fluids and do all these things that they're doing. And they also die in a similar time frame. They live about three to 5% longer. And so when I found out that health conscious people only live really three to 5% longer than the average, I thought, well, that's there's something terribly wrong. That's still wrong because the body, <clears throat> the body shouldn't be wearing out. Why is the body wearing out? Something else. We're missing something. So I started to, to do statistics on what do we do the most of? Because maybe in those areas is where the most danger is. Well, we think more than anything. We have quadrillions of thoughts every millisecond that, that keep our bodies automatically alive. Plus, we have our conscious thinking and our subconscious thinking. So we know that that's a really big category. We want to have our thinking correct. Uh, but then aside from that, we breathe 11,000 liters of air a day. That's a lot of air. And you're not going to stop breathing anytime soon. <laughs> and, and then you pump hundreds of gallons of blood a day. So you've got a, a, a cardiovascular system that's moving a lot of fluid around in your system that picks up from the oxygen and the air that you breathe and takes the nutrients from the food and it delivers it to the cell, which then uses it to create energy, which then makes waste material and the blood carries it out. So just in those three categories, what you're thinking, what you're breathing and what you're pumping into your cardiovascular system, those are very big deals. Now, what you do with your thinking and what you want to believe and what you want to receive into your mind is your business. But you have no choice about what you're breathing or what your blood is pumping. It's going to do whatever it's going to do with what it's given. And I found out about two words, and those two words are particulate matter. Simple words, particulate matter. Particulate matter is what you would see in the air if you shine a very bright light. You'll see millions of little particles we call dust. If you get a microscope, which is particles that are not visible to the naked eye using a light, and you analyze what's in the air with a microscope or a nanoscope, which is a thousand times smaller than micro, <clears throat> or a picoscope, which is a thousand times smaller than the nano, then you find out there's quadrillions of particulate matter, little what I call razor blades, nano razor blades, in every liter of air you're breathing by quadrillions of them. Where do they come from? You can't see them with your eye. You can't smell, taste, or sense them, but you're breathing them. And <clears throat> they come from <clears throat> all kinds of pollutants, like rubber dust, brake dust from cars. People worry about CO2 emissions. Come on, everybody. That's a distraction, okay? That's not the problem. It's rubber dust. Rubber tires, 10 billion pounds of rubber dust comes off tires every year in the United States alone. And the brakes that wear out, those are all particulate matter. That's just two of over 1,000 different things that are emitting particulate matter in the air you're breathing. These are abrasives. They're very, very nasty little things. And they accumulate in your system over your lifetime. So the older you get, the more it accumulates, unless you find out how to delete them. And your body can delete them automatically. But if you don't know how to do that, it's not going to happen. 
And that's why people's shoulders and hips and knees wear out because they're accumulating nonstop. That's why people get Alzheimer's, right? Because they're dehydrating their body at the same time they're accumulating all this waste from their, but they're breathing. And it doesn't matter if you're in your house, in your car, you can have the best, best air filter in the house. It can't get rid of these nanoparticles. It's not possible. Even the ionizers and everything else, you're still going to breathe. As soon as you walk out your door, you're breathing it. So you have to support your body's ability to detox them, to get rid of them out of your being. And when I found out the exact mechanism on how to do that, I simply employed that. So have you ever heard of particulate matter before? I had not before this conversation, no. Right. So th this, is a, this is the big subject. And if people look it up online, they will find out that there's an admission online that the particulate matter really is actually killing everybody and shortening everybody's life. And there's nothing out there that tells you how to deal with it. It's just accept it. That's the way it is. You, we're not going to stop driving cars and trucks on the road. We're not going to stop flying airplanes. That's not going to stop anytime soon. Going to electric cars doesn't solve it at all. In fact, they're highly polluting because of how it, what it takes to make all the batteries, but that's a whole other topic. Uh, so your blood system is the only thing that can detox these accumulated particulate matter waste deposits. And your blood system gets more dirty and, and less efficient the older you get based upon the lack of knowledge of how to support better blood. Because your body will produce red blood cells every day, but it's producing red blood cells into a contaminated bloodstream that's getting further contaminated the older you get. That's why you see all these problems keep building up. And then people say, well, you need to stay hydrated. You've got to drink lots of water. Well, as soon as you start drinking water, you're taking the material out of your body that you need to build blood because your blood is built from electrolytes, which are salts. And just adding salt to your food is not going to work. You have to be able to get ocean minerals into your system in the form of liquid. And so this little product I'm holding up here is called Oceans Alive. This is like the first one that turned the lights on for me. This is back in 2007. I didn't have a clue why this was making me feel good because there's no stimulants. I had got energy and after 90 days, my battery felt like it was like deep cycle charged. It's like, whoa, why do I feel like this? Is this legal? This is really good. And, and it was because it's full of the best quality biocompatible electrolytes on earth that are all natural, which comes from unrefined sea minerals. And when you do that, when you consume it into your system in fluid, it's, it's liquid, you, you drink it into your system, it starts to flood your body with this power that allows your raw material to have for your cardiovascular system to build clean blood. But I wasn't doing enough of it. I was just doing enough to make myself feel energized. I didn't know that you need a substantial amount of this to have enough for your body to build the amount of blood it actually wants to build. So then I then I found out later that you add things like trace, like um, where is it? Am I, oh, the bottle's out in the kitchen. And so it's a, a larger volume of where you don't have the phytoplankton, you just have the trace minerals. You add that in. And then you can take unrefined sea salt, so long as it's clean of microplastics and heavy metals, you melt that into water, you drink it. And if you, because the more you drink water, or the more you drink something that doesn't have the right kind of electrolytes and not, not enough of them, the more you're dehydrating your body. Because hydration is not based upon 
the amount of fluid in your system, <clears throat> it's the quality of the fluid in your system. And we have been misinformed. Like, how much water do you think we have in our body, just based on what you've learned in society? A uh, couple liters. Uh, most of our body is water, correct? So, right. yeah. That's what we're told. Yeah. There's 80%. 80% of, yeah. You'll hear any of us from 80 to 90% correct. water. Okay, so <clears throat> that is total misinformation because you don't have any water in your body. None. Because water is H2O. That's all that water is. Water is nothing but that. Now, if I take water and put sugar in it, then it's sugar water or pop, or if I fizz it or make a flavor, right? Becomes Coca-Cola <laughs> or whatever, or, you know, juice. <clears throat> but water is pure H2O. And water is very, very hungry. And water will go in and it will extract, by law, whatever minerals you have in your system to equalize itself. Your body has no choice but to donate electrolytes to water when you drink it. And then you pee that water out with the electrolytes in it. That's the way it goes. And the more you do it, the more electrolytes you've diminished. And over your lifetime, if you've noticed, people get very stiff and sore and kind of shriveled up and shrunken. And if somebody lives long enough and they get dementia or Alzheimer's, they, they open up their skull and look and there's a shriveled little brain in there that is full of metals and other toxins. And they go, oh, look at the metals and toxins cause the Alzheimer's. No, they dehydrated themselves by drinking water for so long or even tea or anything that doesn't have the right salinity in it will automatically demand your body donate to it and diminish your electrolytes. Your blood is made from the electrolytes. So your ability to produce new blood gets less. The more you breathe the particulate matter and you're going on a decline like this by breathing in more accumulated matter, your, your, de your dehydration you're, you're removing more and more elements out of your body on top of that. And your blood can't keep up and it just gets contaminated and then you die. That's what's going on. So when you take your fluids and you make sure you have these sea minerals in the fluids every single day, now your body's like, what? This is new. Do I get to build blood? Okay. And so it scrambles to try to build blood thinking it's just an op it's a momentary opportunity because you've never done this before. But when you do it every single day for the rest of your life, after only about three months, your body calms down and goes, oh, this is not just a, an opportunity. This is going to keep going. Okay, good. I'm going to build more blood every single day. And that way your blood system can delete the contaminated blood until you have completely clean blood. And every time you clean your blood, your body dumps the particulate matter accumulation into your blood. And then it cleans it again and again and again. And after one year, you produce enough clean blood and dumped enough of that dirty blood out you got all the particulate matter out of your system in one year. Then everything you're breathing in that day leaves that day because you're building blood because you've now got your body tuned in to do the right thing with these electrolytes. So now you've actually hydrated your body. An average adult will gain 10 pounds of weight on the scale over the year and they will not even see a single change in their size because it's not to do with fat. They didn't gain fat weight. They gained quality electrolytic fluid weight. And this is a lifetime thing. This is what you do for the rest of your life. And when I, and when I saw the physical results from this, I was so shocked because it's the opposite of all studies. Everyone will tell you, all doctors will tell people, the older you get, the more pure water you need to drink. You got to get it more and more pure. You got to have less and less salt. Because people who drink more water and use less salt, they, they live a little bit longer than people who don't drink enough water and use salt in their diet. So it's a total misinformation. 
and people get, they become very like a statue. Their body becomes hard. You've heard of hardening, hardening oh, yeah. arteries, right? Oh yeah, of course. Okay, mm -hmm. right. I mean, that's is a common, we've been told that since we were kids. Heard about grandpa's got hardened <laughs> arteries. <laughs> or he's got high blood pressure. He's got hypertension. And that's all based upon the particular matter building up in the in the walls of the of the cardiovascular system, the arteries, the veins, and the the microcirculation. It builds up and gets stiffer and stiffer and stiffer because it's full of this nano razor blade garbage. And so then when they try to at an at an age like I'm supposed to be in a senior citizen, right? Yeah, right. So that's a joke. <laughs> the <laughs> But so I thought, oh, well, you know, what's going to happen with me? I'm, a, I'm this health guy, you know, my, my uh, you know, I'm all arrogant about how healthy I am, which is not the way to be. But that's the way I was. And this is before I found out about how important all this salt water was to me. And so I thought, well, I don't have any hypertension. I'm in good shape. My blood pressure is 115 over 65, pretty much steady for, for years now. And I don't have high blood pressure. And the moment that I started taking the right amount of salt in the water, melting it in and drinking it, I started to notice that my blood pressure was going up. It's like, why, why is it doing that? Well, it's a simple mathematical thing. Because I'm getting more blood, it turns out that I did have hypertension. After all the best supplements and the best protocols and everything else. But I would never have known if I didn't drink the salt water and start producing the right amount of blood in my system to get rid of this particular matter. So I went through this cycle. My blood pressure is going up and up and up and up to like a 180 over 120 wow. after about three months, right? And so if I would have gone to a doctor, they'd be like, you're a total idiot. What are you doing? You're drinking all that salt water all day. Of course you have high blood pressure. But no, that's not the problem. My blood pressure was going up because I'm producing more blood and revealing that I had hypertension. And then over the next three months, all the hypertension dissolved. I had all this extra blood and my blood pressure went back down to normal and it will be there for the rest of my life because it got rid of all that hardened arteries that were in my system by putting the minerals in there, cleaning out the particular matter and having my blood carry it all out. So it's like this paradox, but it's physically revealed by the measurement devices I use of how this actually works. So I had to go through that, get over the bridge. Right. Didn't hurt me to have high blood pressure at all. I was not in danger at all. I just was like, oh, that's why I'm drinking the salt water. I'm getting high blood pressure. That's an interesting thing. And now I'm back to normal and I'll be normal for the rest of my life because my cardiovascular system is like a 25 year old right now. And that has to be great. And, and I'm glad you mentioned that, that, that balance of the, the minerals and, and the blood and in the system, but there's two other minerals you talk about. And let's, if we're just being honest as a society, we have plenty of mineral deficiencies that we don't talk about enough. And I mean, it's, it's obvious. You don't have to, you don't have to debate it. Like we, we, as a human race, there's a plenty of deficiencies that we have, but you talk a lot about magnesium and calcium, those two things. Why? Right. And I have just in the past year really started to up my magnesium in my life. Cause I knew I have a, a deficiency, but talk about those two minerals why why they're so important right well magnesium to start with is what people are mostly deficient in uh, they're not as deficient in calcium in their system but the calcium's in the wrong place it builds up in the joints it builds up in the arteries it's just a problem right it's like plaque and it and the calcium gets freed up when there's not enough magnesium 
Calcium is not a fuel. Calcium is more structural. Magnesium is pure fuel. And you've got like they, the measured the scientific world says there's 330 plus biochemical reactions that require magnesium to fire properly. And when you have less and less magnesium, you're less and less efficient and you get, you know, sore muscles and stiff joints and anxiety and brain fog and poor sleep and all those things that are symptoms of magnesium deficiency. There's not enough in minerals in the food, that's for sure. And even the minerals that are there are not even bioavailable half the time in the way that they should be. So I found out about putting magnesium in through the skin, which works very quickly within 90 seconds. And it starts to build up the magnesium in your tissue, not just your blood. Because you can do a blood serum level, that's not going to really tell you where you're at. It's just going to tell you where your blood is at that moment. But if the more stress you're under, the more magnesium you burn, uh, for women particularly, if they're you know going through their cyclic uh, hormonals, you know the, all the shifts they go through, and their, their cycles can really burn up magnesium. Uh, and women's bodies are quite different than men. They use more magnesium than, than men do, but men need it definitely. So anything below the acceptable levels of your body's operating system is going to be symptomatic. But if you're getting a symptom, it means that you're stage three magnesium deficiency. You want to be at stage zero. So people go from stage three to stage two and they don't sense those symptoms anymore. So they stop. They go, oh, I guess my magnesium is good. You got to take the magnesium all the way and the magnesium marries up with the calcium and, and allows it to transport back out of the place where it's not supposed to be. And there's one other super important vitamin. Well, there's two vitamin combos, which is D3 and K2. They're the only vitamins that we actually sell in our entire company because D3 makes sure that the calcium becomes available and the K2 directs it to where it needs to go back into the bones, the jaw, the skull, and out of all the areas where it's not supposed to be. And it's, you know, vitamin K2, MK7. And D3 is an actual hormone, but, uh, and they call it a vitamin. So those, those things are all combined in making sure you've got the magnesium being used properly. You got to have enough of it as fuel and then putting the calcium where it needs to go. So you don't have osteoporosis and all these other painful things that happen when the calcium gets misdirected. So, you know, and, and I, I want people to go to your website and I'll let you kind of explain what they can can see over at that website. But one of the things that, you know, definitely before I let you go, I I want you just to explain to people like when, what kind of changes can they expect if they say, you, you, somebody listens to this and says, you know what, for the next three months, six months, nine months, whatever a year, I'm going to use the products. I'm going to I'm going to work on my calcium intake. I'm going to work on the electrolytes. I'm going to work, everything he's saying, the, the, you know, really go from, you know, uh, magnesium deficiency three to two to one to zero. I, I'm going to work on all this stuff. What are the things they're going to notice about their life that they don't know yet? What are some of the things that you notice once you got on this path I, I, and you could say, you know, yeah, I just felt better. But what are some things, you know, clarity, nail, hair, skin? Like, what are things that they're going to notice about their body and their life? You know, the, the, it's, it's very noticeable and it's very gradual, but it's going to be felt immediately. So people will notice changes very, very early on. And the, the main people, the main thing people notice right away is a, a softening of the system. Like if there's some achy, painy things that, that goes away. But if they don't keep going, it comes back. 
And once they get it to a place where it's gone, they got to keep going to make sure it stays gone. Uh, when you talk about clarity, I would say brain power is essential to have not only for your clarity in your mind that you're remembering things and having a cognitive improvement significantly, because it just taps into the intelligence you already have that is blocked from the lack of the biochemical reactions that are required to access it. And I, I would say brain power doubles in the first six months, like literally doubles. But you've already got that. You're just getting access to what you already have, you're not adding more brain cells. So the and, and when you see that consciously up in the head area, that also translates to the heart because you've got major brain cells in the heart and the gut. And so your, your intuition and your gut, your passion in your heart and your calculator up in your head all start to work together much, much better. And it keeps you much calmer. So you, your body intelligence goes way, way up as well because you've got to have communication between all the organs. The brain is monitoring everything. So internal body communications improve a lot. And your intuition is essential. Your gut intuition, a lot of people have very poor gut health because they don't have the minerals they need and they're plugged up and <clears throat> they're not digesting food properly. They don't have enough hydrochloric acid to get rid of the, the, to dissolve and to digest the food properly. And then they get gastric problems because their body's trying to compensate for it. So vastly improved gut health. Number one, significant uptake on the cognitive. As far as skin health, it cleans the skin up, major clarity in the skin because it's now, your body's now able to detox properly, better vision, much, much deeper sleep. Now, when I'm talking about deep sleep, people might be able to sleep all night, but your quality of sleep is essential because you've got to have the fuel that your body needs during the night to be able to go deep and to do all the DNA repair and the cleansing and the digesting of all the stuff. So you wake up in the morning, you're like another new day and a good day that's ahead. So that always keeps improving. Uh, memory is another one. That's all part of your cognitive, but it's, a, it's an important one. Memory, people get... They lose their memories because they haven't got the connection happening the way it ought to be. And skin, like nails, nail growth. <laughs> My nails grow so fast, it's like, it's silly. Like I, I think, oh, I just cut, no, they're already there. They need to be cut. In fact, they need to be cut right now. And I just cut them very recently. So keeping them trimmed, you know, and they just grow really strong. Same with the toes, you know, grow right through your socks. But uh, yeah, skin in general, just softness. Uh, muscle flexibility is a big one. So, and these are your key performance indicators. As you're getting older, you should be getting better. So if you're getting older and getting worse, then you're on the wrong track. And you got to find out, hey, where am I on the wrong track? And I got to get on the right track. So that's, yeah, KPIs. That's that's great to hear. And it's good to hear KPIs and, and outside of a an office building for once, to yeah. be honest with you. So, um, so how can people learn more about your product? How can people learn more about you and just get some more information on what you offer? Uh, the best place to go is, is to activation products and they can, you know, take their time and go through, but we have a subscription model where they can subscribe freely to our email mm -hmm. and we share a lot of very important information on there. And we're creating a community. So if they get subscribed to the email list, they'll get access to this community we're building that we have not launched yet. And there's also, I have a personal brand that I finally realized I had to put out there because people need the information that I have. I don't want them to need me. I want them to get the information I've got. I've got these keys. I just want to give these keys to people 
they do with those what they like with those keys but it's like anything if you have a complex lock and and you want to simplify it you got to get the key that opens it up and turns the key you got to know what you're doing so it's about sharing that information the products that we have are all sold direct to consumer so people just buy directly from us if they have any issues at all any questions any anything at all any concerns they can get a hold of us directly there's not like they buy it from a health food store and they got to go back there and and fumble around this is a direct communication loop we have an excellent customer service team you take live calls you can speak to a real person and uh and so that's yeah, that's the best place to go awesome we will have links to everything that ian is about online in the show notes that website if you're wanting to you know write it down right now uh well first i want i want to give the you also have a youtube and it's i am ian clark activated on youtube and, and he's got some great videos for you guys to go and watch or you can go to activationproducts.com to see the the really diverse group of products that he has um and as he said if you get on the email group or email list if you want to learn more and he wants to give you this information he does not want to keep it all to himself what is the point of living a long healthy life if you have to do it by yourself so Ian, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for all your knowledge. Thank you so much for your time today. Keep doing what you're doing. You look great. I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. You look great. Love it. Everything. But uh, And you take care of yourself and have a great rest of your day, okay? Okay, Mark. Thanks so much. Thank you, as always, for listening to the 6AM Run Podcast. Again, I am your host, Mark Paisant. Please like and subscribe to the show so you don't miss any of this amazing content. If you can, we would love if you left us a review. Remember to follow us online and use hashtag 6AM Run to connect with the greatest group of runners and fitness enthusiasts in the world.